Okay, everybody, you ready for some pre-code horror? Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome Ooh. to Late Late Horror Show. What is going on? I just had uh, a pre-code ejaculation. A pre oh my gosh, oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he went there, he went there. Uh, hey, Dave Plouffet just uh, arrived. Um, hey, you know what? Thanks for everybody stopping by in the chat really quick before the show even started. Uh, Fletch, uh, nice to see you here and welcome. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, our dolly, uh, Ed Stewart, man. Uh, you and Dave Plouffet have been looking forward to this for a while. Monster fan, uh, hail the chat. What is going on, you guys? Hail. I am Dino. That is Ted, right? Ted you, Rico. Ted Rico. Yeah, and uh, we are going to talk pre-code horror. Uh, give us. We're going to give you guys each our top ten list. Mm -hmm. So uh, there you go. Vicky Alcorn is in the chat. What's going on, Vicky? Nice to see everybody in the chat. Appreciate it. As always, this is going to be fun. Uh, I, I can't no, wait. Not. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> no. I cannot wait to talk. And you guys, please chime in in the YouTube chat. Mm -hmm. uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, this does go up on iTunes also as a podcast. So anybody listening on iTunes, we do this live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Me and Ted talk horror movies, uh, whatever, whatever. And if you see me throwing off uh, YouTube... And names, uh, I read off everything in the chat. Uh, I like to interact with the people on there, so uh, there you go. Um, Vicki Elkhorn says, hi, everyone. Hope all is well. Yep, everything's good. Tonight, I am pre-code Dave Plouffet. Right. Yes, and i like to thank Dave for that praline, those pralines. Uh, thank you very much, man. He didn't man. save me, any, uh, but sugar. he made sure to tell me all about it. <laughs> those are so good. Chocolate. Me and Kimberly, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about a chocolate bomb that you pop in your uh, hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. yeah, sounds good to me, yeah. man. Some good stuff. Uh, Monster and, and Fan. Hot cocoa and and uh, Monster Fan, uh, you see that little uh, symbol there by his name? Uh, interesting and, and nice. Uh, but I am going to do a little uh, house uh, stuff here first, you know, cleansing of the house. What am I talking right. about? Just take care uh, of business, pay the bills. Take care of business because there's a lot of cool things that have been happening on the channel and I just want to throw it out there because uh, I appreciate it. Uh, the channel's growing. We're going to be hitting 14,000 subscribers by the end of the week, I do believe. Uh, so I do appreciate that. Uh, I do have up pinned in the chat, uh, you can buy me a coffee or you can join our Patreon. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you guys are all great. You guys are all family. But those are things that can support us, support the channel. Uh, there's a lot of cool things we want to do in the future here on uh, the channel. And, boy, I'm working every night, you know, enjoying this Full-time job. So, so, so buy me a coffee. Patreon link's <clears throat> in the chat. Down below, there's also a join button for the channel. And uh, let me first uh, put this out there and do my business here. And uh, 
Uh, let me uh, show the Patreons, and there's the Patrons. Uh, Charlotte Greenwell, the newest patron, uh, I'd like to thank you very much for joining. Remember but, when there um, was no names on that list? Oh, yeah. We right, had no right, names. Yeah. But uh, thank you <laughs> to all the patrons who uh, support the channel. Uh, and that link, you can do it for as little as whatever. Uh, and my whole collection uh, is getting of my old-time radio shows are going to be up there. They are going to be up there. So you guys will have access. They are up there now. I'm just slowly getting more and more and more and add more. So they are up there. Um, also wanted to give a shout out to the people who joined the channel, that little join button down below. Uh, very cool thing. Gives you the little extra stuff and all that. But Connie Clary, uh, Dalton Smothers, uh, Dax Galden, uh, Fury Phoenix, Rick Thomas, Monster Fan, just this week, what's going on, man? Uh, Nathaniel and Lynn Ludy. Uh, like to thank you guys for uh, supporting us, man. Supporting the channel. They all joined. Yeah, they all joined. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's my list. Oh, I'm not looking. We're getting to the list now. Here we go. Our Dolly. Uh, let's see. Uh, almost 14k subscribers. I didn't realize that. Congrats. Thank you. Considering yeah. where we were back in October. Yeah, uh, when we kind of had to take a hiatus because of COVID in this area. Yes, and I started uh, doing the streams overnight, and lo and behold, uh, there you go. Hello, people. There's how we found our audience and the people we really want to talk to. All new, all new family members. Uh, a lot of old people too from from when we started are around. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, like the Death Twitch, uh, Time Lord. You guys know who you are. Uh, all you good people. Um, and the all cool the ones stick around. Dave, we met a bunch Dave of new Pouffet. ones. Uh, he's been here from the beginning, but um, yeah, all new ones. So uh, let's get this started. Let's talk pre-code. Ted, why don't you tell us a little bit pre about pre-code, pre man? Pre-code. Pre-code. You, you guys already know, but for anybody who doesn't know, um, audio around when when movies first started. I do apologize. The audio is low. Oh, um, can I speak up. Uh, I, I think they can hear you. Just you're going to have to turn the volume up for some reason this week. Uh, I'm going to have to reboot the computer. Uh, the audio is lower than usual, but you should be able to hear us, anyways. All just right. turn the volume up. That's all. <clears throat> Even if it's all the, the way. Hot buttered soul of my voice. <laughs> hot buttered soul. Hot buttered soul. Yeah. Anyway, um, started the Hayes Code, which was the motion picture sort of decency, what you can show, what you can't show. That started in 1930, but it wasn't strictly enforced until around the end of 1934. Yeah. Okay. So in but so from that 1930 to 1934 period, kind of you know I mean yeah there were some silent movies. I didn't I didn't dig into the silent movies. I kind of started my list with Dracula, with the original Todd Browning Dracula. Right. Right. And from there through 1934, I looked at what horror movies were released by the various studios, not yeah. just Universal. Right. And once I compiled the list, I saw, I've seen most of these movies, actually. And there was a few I hadn't. Right, right. Um, and nice to know Faye Ray's in quite a bit of those movies, too, of right? I really love. Oh, but, um, Faye Ray. So some things were kind of able to squeak by in these films. Nothing terribly indecent, but there's definitely right. overtone. You know, there, there's hints of Satanism. There's hints of bestiality, incestuous relationships, yeah. uh, rape. Uh, just you know, real, a lot of nasty stuff. Yeah, there that, is. That is, yeah. you know, not so much out there in these films, but it's hinted at. You I know, think a lot or it's of in the more, background. 
And those are the yeah. ones I tend to really like a lot, the ones yeah. that are a little bit more dark. Yeah, yeah. And I think Dino's a little bit more of, hey, this is fun, this is cool. <laughs> um, but that's sort of what I like about the pre-coat, just, you know, because after 1934, you didn't get that stuff. You know, you, yeah. you look at the Bela Lugosi movies after 1934, you're not getting the Black Cat. You're not getting murders in the room org. No, a little, right? little bit different. You're getting yeah. mostly shit. Uh, well, not, well not, oh, come on. No, not all. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, come on, man. We got the Raven, which is good. Yeah. So, um, hey, a lot of the more risque uh, pre-code has to had to do with the like the gangster films of right. the era. It's not just horror films. Even some of the like drama, romance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, musicals. Even I right, mean, I should you have get, said that. You know, a little bit more of the scandally clad noir, but, the gangster films. Yeah. Um, there were some things you couldn't. You couldn't. You know, you had to watch the gunplay. Uh, you had to watch how, how law enforcement was treated. They didn't like criminals being, you know, um, the hero of the story. Right. Things like that. You know, good guys, bad guys. You know, right. They didn't like a lot of gray area. So um, that wasn't enforced strictly until, like I said, 1934. And that went into the 50s, like into the late 50s. And then you'll see by 1960, movies started changing. You got stuff like Psycho, which, okay, seems tame today. But in 1960, big deal. And, um, oh, we can do two hours like on some, just the codes and then the rating system and all that. Or but, in a movie like Some Like It know. Hot, where you know you've got men cross-dressing as women to escape gangsters. Yeah, um, great movie. I love that movie. But yeah. you know, prior to the easing of the code, it wouldn't have been allowed because of that. Yeah. So that's in a, in essence, those are the films we're looking at. Just that period of like 1930, 1931. Through 1934, and do you do you love how there was a single individual that was in charge of all that stuff back then too? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like you get one person who oversees everything, and his word is God. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, yeah, you gotta cut the. I mean, it, it was just uh, there's nothing's been, changed, right? No, I mean, there's always been censors. Yeah. Some countries are worse than others. Like, you know, if you're a Hammer fan like I am, yeah, you learn anything about Hammer, you you know. That yeah. they got hit with the censors all the time. Sometimes they would put stuff in the movies that they knew wasn't going to get passed. Right. Just so they could keep the stuff they actually really wanted in the movie. They'd put something way over the top and so they said, no, that's got to go. <laughs> but th- so they could keep this. Right, right, right. You know, they're like, oh, well, you can keep that then. And, and that was, yeah. you know. Uh, ways of uh, maneuvering right. Or sometimes, you know, you'd submit a movie in black and white when you met. You, it's going to be in color when it's released. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would do stuff like that. Um you know, a lot of times they wanted to see the scripts before they'd even look at the movie. Right, right. You know, and they were oh, already yeah, no, at the script yeah. level, you know, trying to make changes. So yeah, yeah. that kind of thing's always been there. Not You don't hear about it as much in America. Now we have the Motion Picture Association of America. Um, yeah. You can pretty much make whatever you want now. I mean, you, just, can, yeah. you get that dreaded NC-17, <laughs> you know, label. I don't think it really matters nowadays, but... Not, um, not so much these days, because you can get everything online and... Uh, you know, you can get word of mouth and, and buzz that way. So, yeah. so there you go. That's just a little little chunk of history. We're so going to get to our top this ten list group of movies. This special little group, little of, group of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know what Ted's list is. I don't. He don't know what mine is. I uh, know what yours is. No, you don't. I can. I could probably. I won't <laughs> do it right now, but I bet I could guess. From all the ten to one, on your list. Yeah. not the order. Or the, okay. definitely not the okay. order. But I bet I could guess all the movies on your list. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably, but um, you know. Uh, but that's okay, man. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're going to do the top ten. We do got years. I'm supposed to be able to. <laughs> we're going to try to get through this. I think we can get through this in within an hour. Uh, I do got a, a horror stream tonight. Right. Back to horror. 
uh, overnight on the channel. Uh, yeah. It's been Comedy Monday and it, it's uh, Superhero Sunday. Uh, I think people want some more horror, some mystery out there. So you're going to get some of that. These tonight. lists will get you in the mood for show. Well, for yeah, show. yeah, there you go. So who's so, going to start, man? Who's going to so start? I, I'll start with my uh, number 10, and we'll work our way up to our number one. All right. Uh, we've done lists like this in the past, mm -hmm. and they've always been really fun. Uh, you guys can always chime in in the chat. I will be keeping up with that and looking. So uh, with that said, I wrote down on my you know piece of paper and pen like usual. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, old school, right? So uh, my first, my number 10 movie is uh, Murders in the Rue Morgue, 1932. Mm. Uh, how much you going to talk about that movie? What's that? I was going to say, how much you going to talk about that? Because that's a little higher up on my list. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I, I'll let but you tell say me what about, you like about it. Tell, you know, me, tell me. Tell me. I mean, about mur murders. Are, and I'll tell you, this was tough. Um, you know, some people might be surprised at where I put certain things because, mm. you know, yeah, I won't give nothing away. But I mean, these are all close one through ten. They're got close one through ten. Uh, but I mean, you get Bella Lugosi in here. Um, you you get the uh, you like know Doctor Murat was it. Miracle, Miracle, yeah, Dr. yeah, Miracle. almost like miracle, you know what I mean? But, but um, talking gorilla, Eric. talking gorilla, yeah, and, and and his 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 thing is you know switching blood between female and ape, and that they like for some reason the ape can coexist with them, and uh, but what I liked about it was just the darkness, the the mood, the grittiness to this film. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love Bella's performance in this uh, during this period, right after Dracula. Uh, he was fantastic all the way up until uh, late 40s. Either. You love I mean, him all the way to the end. Yeah, there you go. You love Through him all the way to the end. Plan 9, he was fantastic. He was fantastic in Plan Never 9. Never did a bad movie. Never did, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, yeah, you, you get a different kind of uh, Bella in this movie. And, uh, you know, the same old going up to the eyes. But you, you also get the, the lovely um, uh, Sidney Fox who plays mm -hmm. in this film. And that's, that's one of the things about a lot of these pre-code, even in horror. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are Fay Ray, uh, you know, but you, you get most of these women, man. They're, they're just, you know, I don't know what to say. They're classy, sexy. Classy I can was, say the, that. was the word I would use. Yes, and, and I, I'd throw out they sexy. Did, they just, did more was, with less. Yes, yes. You know. And, and, and it's just the way. It, and I'm going to let Ted get deeper into the movie because uh, oh, his, his is higher on the list. Yeah, but, you say um, what you want to say. Well, no, that, that's, that's mine. Um, that's your take on that one. Oh, wait, let, let me get to this real quick, because uh, before it disappears, because Ed Stewart was going to give me his top ten list. So very quickly, I will read it. Um, Ed Stewart in the YouTube chat, uh, his top ten list uh, starts with ten uh, vampire, mm -hmm. um, then nine, I would figure I'm going to go in that order, uh, old dark house. And then, uh, well, you know, I'm talking about these, and they may be on our list. Uh, well, read off his. Th know. Then his uh, eight, I think, is Dr. Jekyll. Jekyll? Dr. Jekyll? Uh, love that. And Mr. Hyde. Um, White Zombie, seven. Mm -hmm. uh, Invisible Man, six. Mm -hmm. Dracula, five. Frankenstein, four. Mummy, three. King Kong Murders. Uh, King Kong, he put mm -hmm. that. Uh, me and Ted had a little talk about King Kong. I could put King Kong at the top of any of this. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, but we didn't I, include I, I, it in any of our lists because it it's this. kind of a monster. F I don't know. We, we, we think differently about that. Some people anyway. get picky about it when, I'm, yeah. when we're talking horror films. So. Murders in the Room Morgue. Is, is that Murders in the Room Morgue is uh, your number one? 
Uh, Ed Stewart, I I'm curious. Um, Monster fan, the new Arrow, Arrow release, Lagosi Poe, isn't uh, has been recorded version of the rumor to put it back the way it was before the studio messed there's, with it. What he's talking about is there's a there's a release. I think it's in the UK. I don't know if it's coming out here in the states, okay. but it's from uh, Eureka. Um, I was actually kind of interested in getting it. It, it contains the three. Poe movies. Gotcha. The Raven, Good Murders in the Rue Morgue, and The Black Cat. Okay. And there was a film historian uh, that was a big fan of Murders in the Rue Morgue and said that, suggested that if you rearranged some of the scenes, yeah. it would make the movie flow better. I don't know if these are based on actual notes hmm. from, you know, when the movie was made. It yeah. could be. I, I don't know that much oh. about it. But I think it's like an Easter egg on, on that uh, okay. set where yeah. you can watch it that way. Okay, okay. So. That'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I would watch a it. A good copy, yeah. So your number, Ted. Is uh, Murders Ted. in the Zoo. Murders in the Zoo. You ever see this one? Y yes, yes. Okay. If you guys haven't seen Fantastic this one, Fantastic film. It's worth it just for the opening scene because uh, it's got Lionel Atwill, you know, smoking 85 cigarettes throughout <laughs> the whole movie. And I love movies that <laughs> start the old time movies that start where they're introducing all the characters instead of having like just you know it's you know a picture of the character yeah, it's them and, doing something you know like the, you know like film. you know smoking or <laughs> or something like going, hey honey. <laughs> yeah you get, even get some going or if it's a couple yeah. they'll kind of you know they'll have one then the other and then they'll look at each other yeah yeah and, um love I, I love, love when that happens yeah, yeah. that's old school <laughs> especially art. when someone just does a little <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Featuring Lionel at well, right. and who's the last one? You can't even see half his face because he's smoking and you know, big blue <laughs> coming up. But you know, if you like, they took too many takes. There's too much smoke around her face. Featuring Lionel, like Lionel, Lionel, come on, Lionel, you got to stop the smoking. Surrounded man. by a plume of smoke. Um, That's funny. Th this film. <laughs> Just the opening scene. It's a, it where it murders takes place at in, the zoo, right? Well, I mean, it takes place in the jungle. Happens. Lionel Atwell is a uh, he's a big game hunter, and um, that was he, a big theme back in the day. Big game hunter, yeah. yeah. Also, the dangerous game. You know, yeah, big yeah. game, big, big game. game hunter. So he but, yeah. and two of these jungle dudes Fay Ray. are holding this guy down. You can't really see what's going on, right? But you do see Lionel Atwell making some motions there, and what oh. he's doing is this dude was kissing on his wife. Yeah. And, you know, when he's done, he's like, this will teach you to, yeah. you know, put your lips on another man's wife. And he sewed the guy's mouth <laughs> shut. And you see that Fantastic. scene in the It's amazing. Even Fantastic. I mean, even if I saw that in a movie now, that would be great. <laughs> you know? I mean, well, they, it's been in movies yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Sewing up the so lips. That, and, and then the what the rest of the movie tends to be about is Lionel Atwell trying to basically kill anybody that looks sideways at his wife... <laughs> <laughs> and he uses uh, the head yeah. of a green mamba that uh, evidently still has some poison in it to, you know, and, it, you know, it's, the rest of the movie's okay. It's got a hell of an ending when okay. Lionel Antwell gets his from uh, yeah. uh, a big boa constrictor. I'd love to go to a zoo where there's just a bridge and, like, this high off the ground and there's just tons of crocodiles, like, right there that <laughs> right, can snap right. at your ankles. Yeah. Um, you know, he shoves his wife in there. And there's this great half-drunk reporter or publicist for the zoo. Yeah. Um, but just the the darkness of... Well, first off, just the gall to sew a man's mouth shut yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that his wife's a floozy, he's not going after her. He's going after all these poor saps that she suckers in. Right. 
You know, I mean, why don't you take care of business over here? Which he does later on. But I love the one part. He grabs her. They're at the house. And, yeah. he, you know, he grabs her and she's, oh, so now you're going to make love to me. <laughs> I don't think there's any love involved in this. No, 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 no. He's no. just, ha, 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 ha. You, you hussy. Oh, it's so great. Oh, my God. But, um, oh, just a movie. I just watched it again the other day. Yeah. Um, just to see. I, I was pretty sure it would make my list, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah, okay. So, and, yeah, yeah, it makes my list. I mean, the middle part of the movie, it's okay. It's enough to keep you interested. Yeah. But there's just some really good scenes in that film that just elevate it to something a little bit darker for me. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Dave Plouffe puts the link. To the movie in the chat. Don't watch it yet. Wait till you the show's over. It, watch it. <laughs> um, just like uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he was big game. Yeah, he was a big game ho- hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big gay hunter. What? Big game hunter. <laughs> did, did I say gay hunter? A uh, game hunter. Okay, my number nine mm-hmm. is The Mask of Fu Manchu. Just watch that thing the other day. 1932. That's, that's the movie that gave me the idea to do this. Okay. Yep, I was watching With that. With the lovely. Myrna Loy. Myrna Loy. Playing the daughter mm-hmm. of Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu played by Boris Karloff, who plays an Oriental. Yes. But talks just. He, talks. He's got the Bella Lugosi syndrome the, the in this Boris movie. Karloff, he, yeah. He's like, what do you, you know, what, what do you, you give? Where's the sword? Where's the sword? Can you imagine him bowling? Watch this, the strike. but but yeah no uh you know boris karloff going after uh you know they're all going after this uh in this tomb supposedly with genghis khan yes and his his sword sword and mask because if if fu manchu wields these things he will be able to rally up all the all the chinamen to to conquer the white race yes there you go so Mm -hmm. i mean basically in a nutshell it's that but I love Boris going up on his throne that he has mm-hmm. up in his room. Cat's got a throne. Oh my God! And You're it, not even waiting. <laughs> and Myrna Loy coming out with. I mean, she's Myrna Loy, very beautiful. Loved her in Thin Man series. Yes. Uh, you know, these early pre-code movies. Myrna Loy is always dynamite. Always the sexy and the torture dress, scene, man. But, and the torch. Oh, yeah. Some to- yeah. The torch. Not on my scene. list. So go ahead, man. To- yeah, the bell. You talking about the bell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, brings the guy uh, up on the platform in this giant ten foot bell, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's just going to ring it, it ring it constantly until the dude loses his mind, and you know, until he dies or whatever. He, I don't know. He, he's, but, he tough is he toughs it out though. He does. He, he yeah. does. Yeah. He dies, right? Uh, yeah. uh, towards the yep, end. Yep, 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 yep. Rem- I couldn't remember for a second. Yeah. yeah. But but a fantastic film. Uh, I like it better than the ones that Christopher Lee did later on. He did a series of them later on. Yeah, there were some Fu Manchu uh, films later on. Mm-hmm. and uh, but, but, you know, he just does a fantastic job at this. Uh, other than not speak. I mean, back then they didn't need to speak in their native language. Well, you know, he went era. to college all over the place. Oxford, you know, all yeah. this. He lost that accent. I guess. And the makeup's not half bad. I mean, you could tell it's built up here. Uh, but it's yeah. not half bad. It looks pretty good. It does. Mm-hmm. And, and the copy of the movie isn't bad either. Uh, you know, the, the restored versions are, are, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, you know, it's a great movie. But that's my number uh, nine. Number nine. Uh, can't go wrong there. So what's your number nine? Number Ted? nine is a very special little one because it's a one of the two or three two-strip Technicolor movies. <laughs> Dave Plouffe says uh, Myrna Loy is the most beautiful woman ever. 
I, I knock on. I mean, I'll, I'll put her on the list. That's she, for sure. She can be on the She's list. She's on the yeah. list. Yep, yep. Uh, Mystery of the Wax Museum, ah, 1933. There you go. This was the first Very. version of House of Wax. You know House of Wax, Vincent Price. Yep. You know, the crappy one that was made in the 90s or early 2000s. Paris Hilton did one. <laughs> I, I didn't even watch that. Yeah. But, um, you know, a lot of people may not even realize, you know, or at the time when House of Wax came out, mm -hmm. you know, how cool that movie was. But it was also a remake of, of a previous movie, again with Lionel Atwell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got like seven... I watched the I watched the colorized version and I think it well, that is the the, the version. The it was a two strip Technicolor. It was kind of like a big deal at the time. Okay, that okay. They, they made it. I think that turned me. There was off. another movie. It's was, not on my list. I I think it turned me off because of the early, color. That's an early color film. It was. Uh -huh. um, what what oh, it's got to be black what, and white, man. What movie did? There was another movie. That they color oh, Spengali? when we did Vampire Bat, oh, I think. Yeah, I think when we did Vampire Bat, and they did the color of of the because Faye Ray's in both of those films. Oh, and they, yeah, yeah. And, and um, the, the makers of Vampire Bat were trying to piggyback off what was going to be the success of this film because it was right, color, right. and they did those flames and everything. I think we were talking about that when we did our yeah, Faye show Ray's in there. this one, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, Lionel Atwell's this you know artist models things out of clay, you know, beautiful clay figures or, or wax figures, I should say. Um, gets through a series it, of events. It's a long time since I've seen that movie. Is, is it? Um, are they real figures or, or were they later wax on. figures? At first, they're they're wax figures because I remember them being very there's well a fire done. Um, yes, there's a fire. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, he gets horribly burned, yeah. and that's when he starts taking victims and dipping them in wax and doing it. And the makeup on the face is really cool, especially I think it's enhanced by the color. Okay. And um, yeah. oh, I can't remember her name, but the, the spunky little reporter in in, in the movie, she, she's just cute as hell. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. But uh, just a, and Warner Archives just put out a really nice Blu-ray of it. Uh, you can't go wrong picking it up. It's it's you know we're lucky to be getting some of these movies. Oh, heck so yeah. hey, don't lose any of this material. These these uh, movies, these mm -hmm. recordings, these old time radio you know, shows that I've been doing. Um, okay, so my number eight, uh, might as well get these out of the way, uh, uh, the Universals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, my number eight is Frankenstein, uh, 1931. All um, right. You know, I mean, enough can't be said for Frankenstein. I mean, uh, you know, it, it brung us, I, th I think it reflects on every horror film we got after. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the monster, the, the creature, the, the, the pitiful beast that was created uh, by man's hand, you know, trying to take God's hand, you know, creation. It's just fantastic. Um, you know, uh, it, it's kind of, I'm not going to say, after seeing a lot of these other films from the era, uh, that's why it's a little bit lower on my list because uh, I've just, I've seen it so many times. Mm -hmm. Again, not that I don't love it, you know. Nine out of ten for me for Frankenstein. It's like you man. can watch it without having to put on the movie. You can just close your eyes and. Oh yeah, watch I can it. close my eyes and, and, and watch Frankenstein. It's but. worth pointing out that this was a, a, a movie that suffered yeah. after 1934 upon re-releases. For instance, you know the the scene with the child. Mm -hmm. I believe they truncated that a little bit because yeah, yeah. one of the things they didn't like to show is any kind of abuse towards children. Right. And so some of that was. Uh, maybe just the part where he's going to go pick her up. And, of course, uh, they wanted you to be very careful about using God, Christ, Jesus, 
um, any kind of uh, religious wording in your film, right. unless it was used in like a you know reverence kind of way. And when Dr. Frankenstein says, "Now I know what it feels like to be God," that was definitely cut out. I don't even remember seeing that on TV when I was. It wasn't until like the restored DVDs came out that I you know did finally see that scene, and now it's now it's always there. Oh yeah, but that was cut out later on. It, it slipped by right, right. in thirty one. But not in. And who who was the who was the female lead in, in Frankenstein two? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Can't remember now. Um, yeah, I, but there's a beautiful scene of. I got to bring up the the beautiful women in these films you uh, do. all the time uh, when that monster comes in and breaks <clears> in and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, fantastic, and and it brought us one of my favorite Frankenstein movies ever. Uh, is is Son of Frankenstein? Uh, got Basil Rathbone in there. Um, which isn't pre-code. I'm throwing it out there because I like that film out of all the Frankenstein uh, films. It's like the next, you know, well, those those three, you know, yeah, the yeah. original Bride and, and Son are always yeah, yeah. usually top of the list. Um, Monster Fan says uh, other Technicolor uh, was Dr. X. Dr. X. Synthetic uh, Flesh. <laughs> synthetic Flesh. I love Synthetic Flesh. Uh, Dave Pluffet <laughs> says, I think uh, Joan Gale was the name of the uh, reporter in the film. Oh, my God. Played by Monica though? Bannister. Oh, yeah. Okay. So spunky. I mean, yes, they raise in it, yeah. but she's kind of outshined by, yeah. Oh, no. Hey, the second, you know, Faye Ray's in a lot of these films, but the mm -hmm. other actors uh, playing opposite kind of uh, her in these a lot of these movies, like even uh, uh, The Black Moon and stuff like that, yes. they're fantastic, too. These, I mean, just like I said, the women back in the day, man, just were... Fantastic. But anyways, me moving. Too bad we can't cruise for chicks in the 30s. Cruise for chicks in the 30s? <laughs> Jump on our time machine and cruise for chicks? Yeah, uh, that would be fantastic. Um, wait, oh, so it's you, right? Yes, number eight. Okay. Um, I don't know if everybody will consider it a horror movie, but I think it falls in the genre. Uh, the Most Dangerous Game of 1932. Okay. All right, a film about a big game hunter. Who gets, um, well... An ass. They don't get shipwrecked so much as trapped. <laughs> right. Um, there's a Russian... Uh, not going to say... Account or something like that. I can't remember his name. Um, living <laughs> on an, a chateau on an island. He has set traps yeah. to lure ships in. And... Yeah, a a modern-day serial killer is what he basically would be. <laughs> And basically, yeah. he likes to hunt people. Yeah. And he gives this big game hunter, who once he gets introduced to him, recognizes him. He's read his books. He knows who he is. Yeah. And wants to entice him into his world of, of game hunting, the most dangerous game, which would be human beings. <laughs> and uh, of course, he refuses. And so the, you know, the hero ends up being the oh, hunter. And, and who's the? It's Faye Ray. Faye Ray is in that she filmed this. Isn't what's his name too from King Kong? Oh uh, yeah, yes, uh, Robert Armstrong. Yes, Robert, Robert a, Armstrong. Her drunk brother. Her drunk brother. Yeah. They yeah. um they filmed this simultaneously with King Kong. Some of the, the same jungle sets and things were, were used. Yeah. You know, King Kong during the day, most dangerous game at night. She was a blonde during the day and her normal hair color at night. And <laughs> she looked a lot better in uh, King Kong. You know, I, you know, I like them both. Did you? <laughs> I like them both. And the thing is, he, he gives a. Uh, so what what the count will do is he gives you, um, you don't I hear steamboats he much is anymore. It a, is it twenty four hours? I, can't, I think he gives him oh, if it's, it's either twelve hours or twenty four hours to hide on yeah. the island, yeah. and or he has until midnight. 
And from midnight to four, yeah. that's when he's getting hunted. Supposedly, if he can make it past four o'clock, he's free to go. It doesn't exactly work out that way. You know, they try setting some traps for him and things right. like that. It's like four hours doesn't seem like that long, you know, of a time. But, you know, the, the, well, somebody's chasing you down, man. You know, this Russian hunter ends up, you know, getting mauled by his own hounds and stuff at the end. And just, it's a cool idea. I, I love this. I remember yeah. reading the story in school. And I just happen to really like that movie. So. Yeah. It didn't make my the list. I, it, you know, it was the idea of just close, hunting but... humans and somebody would do that and, you know. Count Count Zoroff. Yes, yes, was his yes. name. I knew it was something with Dave's the Dave's got a masterful mind. So, there you go. Well, so does Ted. I, 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 you know, so... I can't remember everything. <laughs> and the thing of it is, you know, I've seen these movies before, but the, the names are always so weird. Right, I can't right, always right. remember them all. Uh, Ed Stewart says, uh, The Cat Creeps just missed my top ten. Uh, first sound remake to The Cat and the Canary. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, I think me and Ted are going to get to... The, uh, I love The Cat and the Canary with uh, Bob Hope. Fantastic. Uh, but the silent one was, oh my God, eerie and dark in its own way. Uh, I, I think we're going to be doing a, a top ten silent. Maybe not this week coming up, but maybe the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But um, let's get to my number seven. Uh, my number seven is The Invisible Man from 1933. Another Universal. And, um, I mean, uh, you know, it's another H.G. Wells film, you know, mm-hmm. adaptation. You know, and, and you got Claude Rains and Gloria Stewart, uh. who looks fantastic in this movie. But um, the, the, th- the one that steals the show, other than Claude Rains, who is fantastic in the special effects... If you haven't seen, I know, I'll talk to you in a second. I know. If you haven't seen our, our, our commentary on The oh, Invisible Man, at the very beginning of our commentary on this channel of The Invisible Man, me and Ted do an, an invisible uh, with the lidocaine. We're yeah, wrapped with, with up. The monocaine. We, we have got our monocaine, hands on lidocaine, some. whatever. Go and, back uh, and look. We unwrap and we're invisible. So go, go check still the beginning. Know how we do that. <laughs> How'd you do that? I did a little special effects at the beginning of that. But, um, the woman who steals the show in this movie is Una O'Connor, who plays uh, Jenny Hall, uh, the innkeeper kind of, the mm-hmm. lady who, who gets the rent from the uh, <laughs> screaming nonstop That's all she does in the, movie. In the film and, and hounding her husband, <laughs> you know. It, but it is fantastic, Ted. Cracks me. And she's up. in a couple of those old Universal ones. It just yeah, it's she's great. But Invisible Man, just well made. You know, you know, out of all of the Universals, Effects I mean, are it's still just, fantastic. It's still yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and and it leads into kind Seamless. of that. You can't tell anything. Right, right, and 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 like being a horror film, it kind of borderlines that mystery kind of the mystery mm-hmm. films of the era and uh, or a dark comedy in some ways. A know? dark comedy and even I mean, some of the crime dramas of the era too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a mix of all of that in Invisible Man, which makes it, um, you know, something I love. Just fantastic. Uh, Amy Callahan showed up in the YouTube chat. Hello. Thank you, my friend, for being here, as always. Uh, glad you made it. And Nissa Luna. Hey, everyone. I can't stay long. Just popped in. Say hello. Thank you, Nissa. Appreciate you stopping howdy, howdy. by. Uh, thank you very much. Aloha. Um and yeah, so there, there's my number seven. Um, number seven. Boy, we gotta, yeah, we gotta try to Pick get up through the this. Pick the right. we, we got an hour yet. We're good. Siete. But, but uh, yeah, Ted's number. Are we on seven? Seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. White zombie. 
White Zombie. You can't have one of these lists without White Zombie on it. Um, well, you, just, you can. Well, then it's automatically disqualified. Well, then... Uh-oh. Your list my is list disqualified. is disqualified. Um, I mean, they, first see, you got Bela Lugosi playing Ted, a character named Murder. That's what was... <laughs> that's what was rough that about That gets it this. on my list okay, immediately. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and what I, I just... There is some really dark, eerie oh, scenes. The Trash Picture Show is here. Hey, Marty. All right. Uh, I know you... Uh, Specifically go for the movies, but would ever do a quick video talking about your favorite uh, EC Comics store? Yeah, no. We're, I've read plenty of them. Yeah. I, I could... Ted would probably know a lot more I than I do. I was probably more I of do. a comic book guy than... Yeah. Not to say comic book guy like Simpsons, but, yeah. but I, I was a heavy collector. Oh, there was a day we'd, we'd hit the comic book store every mm-hmm. week. Make sure we every get Every Wednesday when the, when the new books came Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. But, but uh, definitely. But <clears> go ahead. So white zombie, um, white zombie. You know, I, I love that idea. The zombies. There's just so many. Great song by the Bullock Brothers, that include white all the monsters. Zombie. Oh, yeah. uh, horror movies by the by the Bullock Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Used to be our intro until we got at the Little Monsters movie podcast. So we, got, yeah. we got sued. No, I'm no. We didn't get sued. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. To buy to the going. rights to that song. How much could it possibly cost? You know, you, you, there's so you can convince me on a lot of these movies because. They could be eleven. I know you They like could be movies. five. Yeah. They could be twelve. They could be four. But anyways, go ahead. White zombie. Um, mostly, it's just a, a montage of great scenes. The opening scene when the uh, the carts going over. You know, they got the bodies buried in the middle of the road, and the carts going over. The look of the zombies. You know, Vela doing his thing with his hands here. Um, the end <laughs> up on that es- escarpment, whatever that is. You know, it's just so dark and moody with the ocean back there. Um, it's just, I, I just, I love to watch it. Um, one of, one of Bela's best movies, in my opinion. Um, it's had a couple Blu-ray releases. The one by Kino is good, but it's got two versions. One that's been kind of scrubbed and cleaned. Yeah. And a raw version. If you buy this movie, watch the raw version. It's a little rougher, but it's got more detail. Looks more like how it should. Okay. Um, you don't want it all scrubbed, because when they scrub it and get rid of all the grain, they get rid of all the detail. Yeah. And, uh, you don't want to screw with that, so... I, I love White Zombie. That's, oh, like, White a, that's like a Halloween fan. movie for me. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get a different look at Bela Lugosi in a movie. You yeah. know, that, that murder. That wolfman type look to a wild man or something. Yeah, he's I mean, got the brows cool. going. Yeah. You know, and he's got that, that, that mill that's run by zombies. Thanks, uh, Dave Pluffet, for the link to the movie of The Invisible Man in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, don't you, uh, a- Amy Callahan says, Monster, Bad Day, my newly adopted senior foster dog did a uh, circus jump trying to reach, oh, sorry to hear that, uh, bad day for the doggy. Um, uh, don't you feel like you should have a white zombie drink? Uh, sure. Um, uh, well, that'll turn you into a zombie. Yeah, so there you go. So um, pulled a fast one in there. So, and I'm going to round out my universal, it's going to, pop up to number six mm-hmm. with Dracula, 1931. That kicked it all off kind blah, of in a way blah, blah. Um, with Bela Lugosi. Uh, I, I, I'm a big vampire fan. Uh, so Dracula was one of the movies that kind of got me into kind of loving these old black and white movies. It was kind of maybe the first one I've ever seen okay. that, uh, you know, imprinted on my brain. And, uh, you know, again... The femme fatale in this movie were fantastic. The, mm-hmm. the, the three brides, whatever you want to call them, the uh, you know, is 
the leading lady, you uh, Lucy. Get this and, movie, man. The cinematography in it. Oh, alone cinematography is, is yeah, fantastic. The, the mist in the caverns under the castle. Yeah, I mean, beginning mm-hmm. for some reason there's an armadillo. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I think they threw in the armadillo because back. It's I mean, so it, weird looking. Yeah, weird looking, creepy, especially black and white showing it. Just you know, yeah. It's but but fantastic film. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, again. What more can you say about Dracula? It started it all off. I mean, it was, it's just one of the greatest. I do have it at six, though, because... Uh, there's do, better movies. There's some better movies. And, there's better movies. And uh, my top two, I just I can't say enough about. Uh, but anyways, go ahead. Right. Let, let's get to Ted's number well, six. My six you've already mentioned, Murders in the Rue Morgue. Okay. Not much else to say about it. Oh, and, and the Spanish version, too, Ed, oh, Ed points out. In some out. ways, the Spanish version's a little better. I it mean, is, other than the character just of... Just nobody watches it. <laughs> right. Other than the character of Dracula, I think, uh-huh. uh, who the I forget the actor who played it in the Spanish version. They they, they did a uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they filmed the American version during the day, the Spanish version at night, something like that, and uh, you know simultaneously, and um, you know same sets, everything, you know. But the Spanish version had all different. Would have been cheaper just to dub it in Mexican. Yeah, should have. I mean... But. In, in many ways, I thought the Spanish version was better, other than the main actor that played uh, Dracula. But anyways, the, go on. So yeah, oh, just murders in the river. I think we we kind of talked about everything. There's you know just the idea of trying to inject a woman with gorilla mm-hmm. blood, trying to create a mate, um, and and it's the work of uh, the shadows. What you see him doing on the shadows yeah. that I like. Um, a bit of. Uh, I mean, what would you call it? Like bestiality, or I mean, what? I mean, he's not. Well, that's sort of what he's know, trying to get at, you yeah, know. I mean, you know. He, you know, and that's one of those things that squeaked by yeah. in this period that wouldn't have been allowed uh, later on. Yep. Yeah. So. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's and it's a you... great Iron Maiden song. And and, and the way uh, Bella's character goes at the end is fantastic too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. great ending scene to the movie. And I always love rooftop chases, even if it involves a gorilla. Right. Okay, so my number five is The Island of Lost Souls, 1932. Number um, five. What's that? Number five. Yeah, I'm trying to bring it up here. Mm, uh, what a great movie. Basically, the uh, Dr. Moreau character, um, Dr. Play, Moreau. played by Charles Lawton. Uh, you know, you, you got, um, who do you got in here? You got. Uh, that Lowe. was actually our first show. It Which was. was just audio. It was our very first show there, we did. All the way yes. back to the beginning, that was our first show, that movie. That, that was the one where we, we recorded it on an iPad upside down to just mm-hmm. show blank screen black. Yeah, yeah you won't see us it in was, that one. You won't see us in that one, but it was it was fantastic to talk about. Um, but you got Bella Gossi in there as the sayer of the law. Yes. The, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, what? I was trying to think of some of the laws he said, but yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Are we not men? Kathleen Burke played the Panther Woman, who... Hot tuts. Man, she needed to do a calendar. Well, you know. But, you know. Um, but fantastic all the way around. Yeah, yeah the vivisection that, that you get away with in there. And just the callousness of... of of Dr. Moreau and that when you're just, you know, look, you know, like he doesn't even give a damn. No, he don't. And, yeah. But, you know, quite honestly, everybody Lord probably disagree. I'm a fan of all of the Dr. Moreau films, the, the big Hollywood productions. I, yeah. I like the one from the 70s. I, I even like the one with Marlon Brando. There's some 
some great makeup effects yes. in that film. Um, it's it's not as bad as they made it out. I wish Richard Stanley could have made the version that he wanted to make. Yeah. But um, I still think Island of Lost Souls is not only one of the, the better versions, but one of the best movies. Yeah. So, Island of Lost Souls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the best movies. Uh, Randy Moses shows up. Hey, Randy. Nice to have you in the chat, bud. Uh, creepy dark movie. I believe it was banned in France at the time. Um, Nissa Luna says, I chuckled when he said, wouldn't it have been cheaper to dub it in Mexican? Yeah, I mean, instead of to make a whole other damn Hilarious. movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, they did that for Laurel and Hardy, too. Yeah, they a lot dubbed of, it. A lot of movies They didn't back. remake them with, you know, Mexican movies. Laurel and Hardy. Well, no, they didn't. Just, but I mean, they they kind of did filming of different so versions. This is why at the Hollywood runs out of money. Look at the, the stupidity. Just oh, hire Lord. a couple of Mexicans to dub the movie. But yeah, but there you go. Island of Lost Souls is my number uh, five pick. Uh, mm. Love that movie. Our very first you one. We love it that much. We did though, a, have it at number five. There's other. There's better movies, <laughs> in my opinion. That's a bold statement. Well, you, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> Okay, so you're number five. Number five, one that we just watched recently, Black Moon, 1934. Okay, well, see, I you guys could find this movie online to watch. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get the link up here any minute now. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dave, find it. But Dave. this was this was one that I found on that list when I was researching uh, movies that were made during this time when I knew we were going to do this. Faye topic. Ray. Faye Ray's in this movie, Ugh. and um, it seemed like an interesting idea. So basically, the premise is that there's a a husband and wife. The wife grew up in, um, I, I can't remember the exact island, St. Chris or something like something that. Something like that. Where the voodoo and the uh, right. island natives and, um, practice. And, and she was, you know, into voodoo there. Yeah. They left, uh, but she still keeps it alive. And, and she and missed returns it to the and island. was lured of, back right. to that back island. Back to the island. And basically, despite it, it's her love for her husband, heavy into this voodoo stuff to the point. Where at the end, she very nearly uh, sacrifices, human sacrifice, her own little girl. And um, yeah, apart from that being so horrific, there's, uh, you know, there's plenty of, of uh, racial tension um, in the film yeah, as well. Yeah, they really point that out, you man. Know, that's, um, that's a big deal Nothing, Nothing, I would say, is out-and-out out racist. Just no. Just a lot of, you know... Tension. You, tension. Right. You've got the, you know, the... I don't even think they're white. I think they're more Hispanic or whatever. Uh, the, the family. Ooh, Ed Stewart. Um, never seen that one. Oh, watch well, it, man! Up until a week ago, neither had I. Yeah. Um, really, really cool movie. And from what I understand, the voodoo stuff was made to be about as authentic as we knew what it was. Right. Back. I then. think it's on YouTube to watch for free. I think I watched it on YouTube. So that's only yeah. available on um, Made on Demand. Thank you, DVD. Dave. <laughs> but uh, I, I intend on adding that to my collection soon because I just really liked that movie. Um, Amy, you know what? That's why I put them three together. And in, in the she she says um, seems a waste to mention all the great Universal monster movies uh, with oh god without Abbott and Costello and Meet Frankenstein. I saw that you did uh, review it four years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, also love uh, Ray and King Kong. Amy, um, I've yep. said this in many different. Um, streams abbott and costello meet frankenstein is is up there uh, as a definitely a comfort film for me a movie i put in uh many many times it's jerry garcia's favorite movie yeah i mean i can watch it over good and over for me. makes me feel good inside 
And uh, I agree, but it's not pre-code, so there you go. Right. We're only going up to about 1934. 31 to 34. Yeah, yeah. Just this particular group of movies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Abbott and Costello is always a good time since Miss Luna. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have had it uh, earlier, but uh, was staring at Kathleen Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you cracked me up, man. Um, so, there you go. Uh, so, what? You said you're number five. Am right. I up to four? Yeah, you're up to four. Well, here we go. Another early, early film that we did that we really went deep into. Uh, if you want the information on it. Freaks, 1932, Todd Browning. Uh, it, it, just a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear the name Freaks. Uh, even to this day, people... Uh, bring up, you know, why? Well, you know, it's it's. Why not? Uh, he kind of showcased these characters and, um, you know, brung brung life to them and gave them a purpose and and it shows in the movie and he let them be themselves. He let them be themselves. In the movie. Yes, they they acted as they would act in real life mm-hmm. without any. What would you say? Any any you know? I mean, they you know, they weren't playing parts. They weren't. Um, right, you know, mugging it for the camera or anything yeah. like that. They were being who they were, and uh, you know the the personas they presented in in the sideshow life. Right, right. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit more about this because it's yeah. a little bit higher up. But you know, I, I, yeah, I, I'll save a little bit of my dialogue back and forth when you start talking about it too. Right. But but I mean, you know, Wallace Ford plays in there, and and Leela Hyams, who's very, you know, I gotta Foxy. mention the leading ladies. Um, but uh, you know the the scene that gets me every time is is when the rainstorm scene with with the guy under the uh, trailer and, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm talking about if you've seen the freaks before uh, gets me every time. Uh, there were so many scenes in that movie that just struck out that were like portrait pictures. You know, just you snapshot. Well, it he's and got the knife in his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Let let me tell you, you know. Nothing but great things to say about this movie. And again, Mm -hmm. the commentary we did maybe four years ago or something like that, early on in our channel. It was early. uh, We, Ted went deep and a lot of information on that film and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd watch the movie first and then kind of watch it again with us. Yeah, yeah. I I tried to give you a little history on each and every one of those very special people. And there was a lot of things you talked about in that, about the director and uh, why he made it and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So uh, I'll talk a little bit more about it in a minute. So, yeah, there you go. So uh, let's get to your number uh, number four. Black Cat. Black Cat. Gotta have Black Cat 1934 on this list. (laughs) One of the darkest, most twisted movies. It's on my list. Of of universals. Um, I'll have more to say on it. Just, it's too short. (laughs) If I have one complaint about it, it's just too bloody short. I need another 20, 30 minutes in that movie to flesh out some of these ideas that are in there. There's ideas of Satanism. There's ideas <laughs> I know I had of, Stuart. Okay, of yeah. necrophilia. There's ideas of oh, borderline incest. It's a stepdaughter. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a revenge story between Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. Um, and uh, oh, I, you know, I'll let you talk a little bit more about it. But you know, just yeah, the design no. of it, that, that sort of, I don't know what type of style it's that a, house is in. Some kind of art deco. It's like an art deco style, which is a big reason uh, 
plays it plays into a big part of why I love this film right. too. It has nothing to do with um, Edgar Allan Poe's The Black Cat. Story. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely no. nothing to do with just it. Just a black cat walking around, right? Yeah, but um, in the shadows. It's the greatest movie they ever did together, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. and it's just one yeah. of the coolest horror I agree. movies. One hundred percent. Period. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, black cat. Yeah, I will. Yeah, we'll talk about it, man. But yeah, right. a little bit more. Well, I'm happy that it's a little higher up on your list. I think oh my God! You've made some mistakes on your list. <laughs> I didn't make no mistakes, buddy. <laughs> we all love what we like. And you know what? That's the funny thing. These lists can change, man, over time. But you know, that's um, true. That's true. Because there's something I I recently watched for the first time that I haven't even gotten to yet. That mm-hmm. I'm like, holy frick, this film. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is The Old Dark House from 1932. No beds. No <laughs> uh, beds. No beds. No beds. No beds. Comedy horror thriller uh, starring Boris Karloff as Morgan, the, the deaf, dumb, mute guy. Drunk. Um, the drunk. Yeah. Morgan's tying one on. <laughs> and he's got superhuman powers or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but um, you got Melvin Douglas is in here, Charles Lawton, Lillian Bl- uh, Bond. Sweet, uh, Ernest Thiesner, uh, Eva Moore. I, I can go on. Gloria Stewart's in this. Yes. Uh, I oh, when she goes into the room and that lady, uh, no, 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 and she's and changing. It's uh, sexy, fantastic. Uh, can't say enough about it. Anyways, uh, the old dark house. This is my love. I love this. This is why I, lo- I like a lot of the old mystery movies of the mm-hmm. era because I love the concept of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I love the concept of stormy night, the road floods, and everybody's got to come into this house that's haunted. Yes, it could have been Rocky. It's not Rocky haunted. Show back in the 30s. But, yeah, yeah. It could have been. Could have been. If Morgan was dressed up as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> in a way. But, uh, yeah, Morgan's character is fantastic. The, li- the old lady up in the room at the that we... You know, it's so spooky and scary the way the makeup affects it, which I, th- I don't know if it's a guy or It's girl. supposed to be a man, but it's a woman. Yes, it's yeah. a woman, but it's supposed to be a man. And not like the character in last week's movie. No, 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 no. Not Dario Argento's movie. Uh, Josh 611, uh, Nightmare Castle, Barbara Steele. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Good movie. First time I've seen you in the YouTube chat uh, on our channel. Uh, welcome aboard, bud. Uh, but yeah, no, um, this is just. Ted, man, I can't say enough about it. And Charles Lawton, his character, and the two women and how they're, uh, you know, trying to decide on this. The other man, played by mm-hmm. Melvin Douglas, their characters. There's just such character development in this film uh, amidst the, the old dark house and the creepiness. This is when you turn all the lights off and you watch it, you know, and, and just put yourself there like you're in the room. Uh, and then when the movie all winds up and the sun comes up, you know, you're just like, let, you know, you're just like, man, it's done. It's over. That's it, man. You know, but that was yeah, the day, man. this is a big and time. That's one of our more memorable shows because I had to excuse myself midway through. <laughs> I didn't mention it. Yeah. Because yeah, right, yeah. I had a. Yeah. Ted in the middle of our commentary. Ted had me a bad burrito. Because we had a live one. <laughs> Ted had to get up and leave. Yeah. We were doing it live. I'm like. Can we pause this? <laughs> I'm like, no, just go, just I got go. To go. 
And uh, <laughs> why we were live, so it was funny. Um, uh, Amy Callahan, link to the old dark house. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate right. it. Uh, see what you get in the YouTube chat here uh, with uh, everybody. Uh, love y'all. Love y'all. Um, so that that's my number uh, three. All right. So what's your number three? Number three, and then you'll probably be able to pick two and one out of my list. Okay. Number three is a film that desperately needs to be restored and put on Blu-ray immediately. And I'm hoping Warner Brothers will do this. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, 1931. Have you seen this movie? Well, this is my next. This is my number two. This okay. is your three. All right. It's my number All two. Right. So we might as well just go back and forth. My number right. two is going to be what his number three is right now. Such a great this, version. And there's so many versions of this movie. Oh, this. And, and some I like, some, yeah. you know, some are trash. But this one, just the darkness, Ugh. especially when it comes to that. Character little prostitute, whatever the bar, hop, you know the lady. Uh, um, Miriam Hopkins, in that who is bar. beautiful. She plays you know, Ivy Pearson. Legs all bruised and stocky, and you just know what he's doing. You know, her back's all tore up, tormenting her. And, yeah, he, keeping her just, captive in a a room that's unlocked. Right. She's so scared of him. Right, and you just know that he's coming in there every night as Mr. Hyde and just oh. being an absolute animal. And just, you know, that, that this is all implied in the movie. Um, and among other things, the, the, yes, the great the transition from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde is still the best. It, it's just the way it's The way done they did that was, is, yeah. You can't even, you, you don't see any breaks. It's perfect. And he turns, he turns beastly when, when you know, and that's the, was the whole point. That man has a good side and man has a, a basic instinct, a, um, a bad side. And um, he tries to, in his speech early on, you know, uh, try to address this and, and, and discuss it. And, and pe you know, all the professors are like, you know, ah, come on, this is a bunch. Oh, this is hooey. What, hooey, what that's all it is. Yeah, it's hooey. It's hooey. But, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, th this movie, Ted, for, uh, Frederick... March in this movie it plays mm -hmm. these characters fantastic. I've never seen uh, a character do this kind of performance the way it was on on a film like this. This one I, doesn't I, get as much credit as I think. No, it it, and it's, a, it's it should a, be up there with Dracula, Frankenstein. Oh, it should. I, I it's my number two. You know, it's There's a only... Paramount movie, or which I think now is you know Warner Brothers owns owns the rights to this particular film now. Um, I don't think anybody's portrayed Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde better. Than yeah. him in this film. I, I guess, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, Spencer Tracy did it 10 years later yeah. and won Best Actor. I, I can't even, I wouldn't wipe my butt with that movie. I mean, I <laughs> like Spencer Tracy, but right, right. I just, you know, I, compared to this one, no, no way. No, not even The close. other versions that I particularly like, there is a Hammer version called The Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll. It's a little on the dry side. Yeah. Um, it's not one of the best ones. Um, I do kind of like the one that's got Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing it called I Monster. Um, that one's not bad. It, okay. It's a better one. And then there's the interesting one that Hammer did in the 70s called Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, where instead of turning into Mr. Hyde, he turns into a female. Um, yeah. And then that sort of ties into the whole Jack the Ripper. They find a way to, to tie that in. To <laughs> Jack the Ripper. So yeah. um, that, that's an interesting take as well. Um so that is my, what, what, what was it, number Good. three. That was your three, three, and that was my number two. So okay. we're going to have to hop. Uh, to yeah. my number two. Then. Yeah, because, yeah, we just talked about which it. Are, I mean, which is Island of Lost Souls. Yeah. I don't have much more to add I'll that let, I didn't add okay. before. Hey, RTN Productions, what's just, going on? Just, uh, again, just one of, the, one of the best horror films. It was, you know, our 
inaugural show when we started. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the one that we thought was worthy enough to, to start what we wanted to do, and it kind yeah. of summarized what we were about. And it, it's definitely a movie, you know, I mean, it's got a beautiful <laughs> Blu-ray from Criterion Collection, no less, <laughs> with lots of extras and stuff, and you should buy it. Yes, there you go. Um, uh, RTN Productions, Frederick March, Jekyll and Hyde, best ever. The transition was accomplished with different color, makeup, and color lenses on black and white film. Mm -hmm. Best transformation ever. It very is. good. Better than Wolfman. Yeah, better than thank anything. you very much for that explanation, um, RTN. Fantastic. It's what make you watch and you go, how the hell did they do that? Right. And he, RTN just told us that's a lot of information there. Yeah, you know, Wolfman, definitely. you can tell the fades and how. Amy they, Callahan. I like mm -hmm. the symbol you got there. Uh, good and evil. That's exactly it between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, Dave Plouffet says, Frederick, Frederick March was one in my favorite movie, The the Best Years of Our Lives, non-horror. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's a... Um, uh, this movie stands... Best picture winner. Untouched, says uh, Ed uh, Stewart. Nissa right. Luna's got toilet paper. Must be thinking of the old dark house that we were just talking about, right? Oh, God. Um, Boy, I needed some. Goddess Frost, I just love anything to do with horror and mysteries. Well, thank you, and glad to have you on board here. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Monster fan, Frederick March was only winner of Best Actor Oscar in a horror movie until Anthony Hopkins won for The Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. There you go. And go figure that, Anthony Hopkins. I mean, he's in the movie for less than 20 minutes. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, but, you know, when you're watching Silence March won 1932 Oscar. The first time Oscar. you see him. Yeah. The first, right, and I should have mentioned that because it, yeah. I mean, it says so on the DVD box. Right. It's, um, it's a big deal. Just like, well, like it sounds yeah. like the first time you saw, you know, when, when she's walking down the hall and you see him standing there, it's like, oh, just give it to him now. Right. Just no, give no. him the freaking statue now. It's done. Yep. <laughs> Before he even says a word. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, I, and, and this was a movie I haven't, I never seen up until uh, three weeks ago. What's that? This, this Do, no, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Oh, okay, I, I've been how, telling you about it for a while. Love how they say Doctor Jekyll. Jekyll. Doctor Jekyll. <laughs> Doctor Jekyll. Um, so my number one is the Black Cat, 1934. Okay. We talked about can't it complain. before, I can't but complain. yeah, like I said, like Good Ted man. said, man, the Black Cat uh, has everything I love. Uh, that Art Deco <laughs> style to the film. You see it in the cinematography of mm -hmm. every scene in the movie. Uh, you know, the shots they get, uh, Boris and Bella going head-to-head -head like that. Oh, the chess game, I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, the They're chess like game. betting for the people's lives that are here. Yes, yes. You play me in chess. <laughs> <laughs> I must play you in chess. I must, and, and I must win. Poor Bella. Uh, <laughs> hey, we can do Boris and Bella on the show. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, just unbelievable. The women in the glass cases just standing yes. there just were Including so... Including Bela Lugosi's, you know, wife. Yeah. That he stole from her. So creepy. But it's the mood and the ambiance to this film, not to mention Boris and Bella together and, and the, you know, the, uh, who is she? Julie Bishop in this film that make this film what it is and i love it it's my number one pre-code horror mm -hmm. film of all time at this moment dr jekyll and mr hyde was a close second right. because i was just blown away by that movie I've been telling you about that movie for yeah. two three years to i know it. i know but uh drum roll right for the last my number wait one. Let, let me see uh what haven't we said yet um you should know what it is 
It's the correct answer. Okay, go ahead. The correct answer for mm-hmm. the number one pre-code horror film is Freaks. That's yeah, the correct I, I can't argue that. I can't argue, but... <laughs> it's the correct... That's the and and, and I, I pick it because... Todd Browning's Freaks, yeah. No, not because it's a scary film, but it's the only it's film lot in history it. that ever put this kind of group of pe- special people together. Um, you really should watch our show on it. My um, yeah, When I was growing up, do. my dad was very interested in, in that subject. We always had medical books, and... Uh, you know, he collected antiques. We had all kinds yeah. of books, old books on antiques. and But he had a couple books on very special people. One was called Very Special People. One was called... Uh, I'll get to that monster fan. Sideshow. I think it might have just been called Sideshow. I brought them with me yeah. when we did the show. Yeah. And just the pictures of these people. And I don't know if people like this are still born. I, I'm sure they are, but oh. probably not as much anymore. Really? You know, with modern medicine and things like that and... I you mean like the some pinheads and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm that, sure that they, they still are. Them I mean, I'm and, sure they still are. You know, I but mean, you just you certainly don't see it anymore. Yeah. But it was just you know this menagerie of all these. Yeah, we went deep amazing into amazing people. Man. And what I tried to do is is talk about each one, a little bit of their history. Some were more interesting than others. Um, Netflix used to have a documentary about the Siamese twin girls. Uh, that were joined together, um, called Bound by Flesh. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but maybe you could find it. They had such a, you know, they had a long and kind of sad life yeah, in the end. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, tried lots of different things. We talked about that, um, yeah. And you know, there, there's all the scenes that were cut out of this movie that I just wish, we, yeah, as much as I wish we to. could get the spider pit scene from Kong, I wish we could get these lost scenes from Freaks, especially because it, from the end when they're right. when they're you know going after the people so much lost yeah. from these early because the movie itself is only an hour long there there was not to mention think of, of how many films are totally lost mm-hmm. that could have been included right. in some of these things but anyways and I guess just it's it's there's no other film like it no nothing like no. it not and this one stands real. alone it's real it's you yes. know, real people with real disabilities oh. You know, you see a guy with no arms and no legs roll and light a cigarette. Yeah, right. <laughs> the guy with no legs running on his hands. Um, you know, the, the pinheads are there. All kinds of interesting people. Um, Siamese twins. Yeah. You know, and, and there's the joke, you know, the one of them's married, the other one's not. You know, he, right. he, the, he's yelling at the sister-in-law, you know, no drinking for you tonight. Because then when you drink, she, you she, know, gets she passes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And it's just... Yeah, like, how fantastic. would that work? Yeah, you know, yeah. in a, in a, you know, he's married to one, but the other one's there all the time. Hey, uh, <laughs> street side uh, guitar man can't agree with, uh, f- can't argue with freaks. Well done, boys. Uh, mm-hmm. There you go. No, 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 no. King Kong. Uh, explain I, why we didn't put King I, Kong on the list. I just didn't put list. it because some people bicker if I, because I included it in a like top horror movie list one time, and some people. This is before we found a you know a nice, polite group of people to talk to. <laughs> um, some people complain that it's not a horror film. I mean, I'm sorry, but being chased by a big monkey and, I, and dinosaurs. I, I mean, I, I, I argued I, it was a I horror. I would have film, shat my yeah. pants. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so some people. Otherwise, it, it would have been Ted's number one. That's for sure. I mean, I could find a way to worm that at the top of just about any list. <laughs> any list yeah. And, and King Kong really is the perfect movie. It's got you know. Excitement, scares, laughs, great special. Yeah. It's got a really weird love triangle. Um, it's got everything. It does. It does. Um, Roxy W. Uh, welcome to the YouTube chat. Uh, Freaks 
No other ending as memorable. Yeah, right. no. Freak's pretty wild. And there was more period. to it that we just unfortunately never got to see. Uh, Amy says, uh, obviously our votes should be taken into consideration. <laughs> hey, you just heard it. Uh, King Kong would be there, Amy. Uh, so there you go. Uh, and everybody. Well, if you guys but, say um, so, then there's an extra special number one. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's our list. We, we plan on doing a, a silent era horror film top ten list here. Uh, maybe in the next couple weeks. Uh, but I don't know what we're going to do next. But um, stay tuned for 11 o'clock tonight. Um, give us a little bit of time here. Uh, horror. Old horror. It's called... Um, old horror. Uh, old. <laughs> We've got an old whore on the channel tonight. My God. Uh, She's still got a few miles left on her. <laughs> Strange Wills. It's from 1940s. It's fantastic. I listened to it. Uh, you guys should really enjoy it. Uh, that'll be playing tonight, overnight, uh, all night long. All night long. Um, and uh, Kyle Zabart, sup dude. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Amy Callahan says, Kong, 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 Kong. In my mind, I'm actually playing the clip where the natives call Kong. Playing the clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, Hell, I'm even excited to watch him fight Godzilla again. Did I, I miss saw it? That. Kyle, you missed it, but you can go back and, and, and replay it, DVR it at any time. Let me get this out real quick again, you guys. Uh, point it out for you. Um, pinned at the, the chat is our, you can buy me a coffee, supports the channel. You can join my Patreon where we put up extra videos. I think we're going to put do a, a little something here. Uh, after and get that up on patreon next day uh probably tomorrow so uh that the join button to join the channel extra perks extra videos there uh, not to mention my patreon all my old time radio shows are going up there for the patreons to access anytime they want any episode anytime any show so we've got all that up there so there you go uh dave Pluffet, thanks for the uh great pre-code uh, list lots of new things to watch for me now. Awesome. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. Try Black Moon. Thank you guys very much, uh, f as always. And I will see some of you in the chat uh, in a little bit um, at 11 o'clock for uh, Strange Wills. 11 o'clock. Uh, I hate 11 The things people do to uh, commit the perfect crime and kill mm. for the sake of killing in strange ways. So uh, mm. it's going to be a great show. So I, I will see you Shot guys. Shot a man in Reno just to watch him death. <laughs> so with that said, uh, peace and love to all of you guys. Love, uh, peace and chicken grease. Yeah, love to have you all on this channel here uh, and part of the Late Late Horror Show family. So uh, until next time.